Hey everybody and welcome to the ninth episode of the JLG My Boys podcast. My name is Jessie and this particular podcast is going to be over the episodes Dirty Little Secrets and I don't know what the last one was called but it was the most recently aired one. And sorry that I didn't get to put Dirty Little Secrets out any earlier but unfortunately I've been moving um, all my stuff because I'm a college student and it's time to move back to the dorms. Except for I don't live in the dorms but it's time to move back nonetheless. So... That's why this is coming out a little later than I had meant it to. Uh, Okay, so let's go over the episode Dirty Little Secrets first, and let's do a quick little recap here. Uh, So we start out, um, of course, at the poker game, and uh, as it turns out, Andy's a cheap lawyer. You'd think with his job he wouldn't be, like, um, buying the, like, cheap everything when it's not, when it's bad, cheap stuff too, but he is. And then Mike joined a yoga class, and he likes to he likes it because he gets to work with all these ladies, and, like, he gets to do yoga with them, so it's, like, exercising, and um, they kind of don't suspect much of him. And then there's Kenny, who, uh, he went to a new restaurant with his um, new girlfriend, Julie, and everybody's teasing him, and they're kind of, because they've never met her, so they're kind of wondering if she's real or not. And then, uh... So then they decide to meet at that new restaurant, which is a Brazilian, I think it's a Brazilian uh, all-you-can-eat place, buffet. And so Mike is really excited because he likes um, meat a lot, which is kind of funny. It gets funnier, obviously. And then we have um, Julie, who doesn't show up at the restaurant when they're there. And Mike eats a lot of meat, and when he eats a lot of meat, he gets like this crazy energy. It's almost like he's a little bit drunk. And I think I, I think they even refer to it as, like, a meat drunk kind of thing. I don't remember. Uh, it's been a while. I'm sorry. Anyway, so then we have Stephanie and PJ, and they're walking away to the car. And I wrote, you just yell, and I wish I knew... I wish I knew what it was, because I remember it being very funny. But, okay, if you know what it is, email me. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, we have Mike, and he is very, very meat crazy, drunk, whatever you want to call it, and he's really funny, and I, en- I thoroughly enjoyed his raves uh, when he was drunk on meat. And then they run into Bobby, because Bobby couldn't make it because of something about Jeff, and we find out that he's, with, he's like, dressed up all fancy, and he's with a friend, and then John asks, um, John is this friend, I believe, and John asks Bobby's friend, oh, wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, no. John is Bobby's friend, and he asked uh, Bobby's friends, PJ and the gang, to his apartment. And uh, Bobby is really appearing quite apprehensive, and we're not sure at this point why. And Mike is um, still being really ridiculous because of his meat. And then we find out that Stephanie's car is being towed, and uh, they, it's, they have a really funny moment when they're both reading the signs out loud on the street to find out, like, if she had violated any laws of sorts, and it turns out she hasn't, and her car was actually repossessed, and that was kind of, you know, it's the beginning of a very big arc for Stephanie, which is a big step up for her, because last season she was just kind of going along with everything, but now I feel like with this arc she's becoming more of a, her character's finding her voice. And then the elevator, we come to a scene with the elevator with all the guys in it, um, Bobby's friend, uh, fancy friend John, and then, of course, uh, there's Kenny, Mike, Kenny, Mike, uh, Andy, and Bobby, of course, Bobby, and Brendan, there you go. And then, uh, okay, 
So we have all of them in the elevator, and they're like, we never judge you because Bobby was like, please don't think that because I own this apartment, like, don't think I'm any different and whatever. And then, like, then the door opens, and he lives in the penthouse of this building, apparently. And they're starting to say, like, we never judge you. We're not like that. And then the door opens, and they're like, you live in a museum because his house is just amazing, and his it's an apartment, but it is a penthouse, and it's like super fancy and they all really like it and then uh, this is kind of funny because the friend john was showing mike that they can golf off the top of their building which i feel like is really super super unsafe and then as it turns out mike doesn't golf so well because i think he hit the hancock building which is really funny and then okay so that was the that was sick sorry uh i made a really disgusting noise i'm sorry i won't do that again Anyway, so we come back to the story, and we find out that Bobby's family is rich, and he, uh, President Carter has a picture with him kissing, when President Carter's kissing a baby, it's Bobby, and his family apparently gave, um, Andy a college grant, like, scholarship thing, and it's pretty funny, and I'm pretty sure it was Mike, and he comes in and he says, you know, you ought to put some Cubs posters to class it up, even though Bobby lives in, like, the most classy place you could possibly live. And so that's when we first get a glimpse at uh, Bobby's secret life, I guess. Then we have Stephanie is calling the bank, and she can't figure out why no one's picking up, but it's 2 (laughs) a.m., and PJ's like, that's probably why no one's working at 2 a.m., because surprise, banks aren't open then. And then, uh, let's see, so PJ's like, you know, Stephanie, I could lend you a little bit of money. Uh, when I got out of college, I had a little debt problem, too, and, you know, I got some help. And, oh, well, first we find, first Stephanie's like, great, you can lend me some money. How about $5,000? And PJ's like, $5,000, that's so much debt, blah, blah, blah. And then Stephanie was like, uh, well, actually, I'm not in debt $5,000. And then we find out that... Stephanie says something like, you know, I don't really want to tell you. You're freaked out at 5000 She's in debt $22,000. Just this enormous amount. And so then PJ suggests that um, Stephanie find someone like she had when she got out of college. And so that someone was Andy. <laughs> and Stephanie wasn't really impressed. Now we come to a scene with Mike at yoga class. And... Uh, he's about to hang out with all these girls. They're um, all rich, rich women. Because he's not in New York, or they're in Chicago. He's not in Chicago. Apparently, he's, like, out on the suburbs. I don't really know where, where all the rich people hang out. But uh, then the husband comes out to greet his wife, and he's, like, he meets uh, Mike, and he says, you know, I'm so relieved because I thought I don't have to worry because you're not, like, basically he's not young and hot so he doesn't have a problem which is so insulting to Mike and that was my um, guess is that's his last uh, yoga class he'll be taking there and then let's see we have uh, the the boys are at the bar they're at Collie's and they're telling PJ that Bobby's rich and they're making it sound really funny and PJ's just really impressed but then we have Mike, who feels terrible because he needs a job. I don't know why I wrote that, because I feel like there's more to that, and I should have added, but I'm sorry again. Then we have Bobby comes in, and they tease him by using all these, like, the rich-sounding voices, like how they feel a rich, snotty person would sound, which is very stereotypical, and yet it's very funny. 
And then we learn about Bobby's family problems, which I don't remember what they are, but really Bobby doesn't have, like, he doesn't take money from his parents. He likes to go out and, on his own, but the apartment that he has is free because his family owns the building, so he doesn't have to pay any rent, which is pretty great. And I would do that too. And then, let's see. We have Andy, who is uh, helping Steph. He's, like, the um, financial counselor for her. And he's like, you know, you can't go to Italy. But they're going to talk about that later because we don't know what's going on. But then we have, <laughs> um, he keeps looking at all these papers of, like, what she's been spending and stuff. And he finds, he keeps calling her Meredith. Like, it must be a problem that Meredith has as well as spending money. So that's a little, that's pretty funny, too. And let's see, we have PJ who we find lives in the moment and uh, the way she does things is she lives for right now and what she buys is for right now and Stephanie lives for what could happen in the future like she's saying if I don't do this now my future won't turn out the way it's supposed to if I don't buy this now what's my husband what are my husband and I going to live in and basically it's um, spending unnecessarily because you know, she doesn't even know if she's going to meet him anytime soon. But so Stephanie's got to get a new place because she's paying an astronomical amount on this beautiful apartment that she has. And then we come to a new scene and they confront Bobby about Jeff because they wonder, does Bobby really have a roommate? They wondered about that in the previous scene and I think I skipped over it. But it, he, uh, as it turns out, he didn't want to be treated differently. And so, uh, he didn't want to be treated differently by his friends, and so he made up a roommate, and he didn't ever bring anyone to his place. And then Mike comes to him with this ridiculous business idea, which actually turns out to be one of those pyramid ideas that don't work, and that you shouldn't get yourself into, because it's just a big scam. And it was, like, about piloting, and people, it was it was crazy. And he's like, no. And then they they say, you know, PJ says, well, just tell us one rich guy story, and then we won't ever bother you about it again and so he tells the story about how they for his birthday they went bowling at the white house and blah 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 and all this great stuff and as it turns out he was lying and they they pretty much knew it but and then we also find in the end that pj uh and stephanie when they were talking about how pj used to be in debt stephanie said how much and she said seven it turns out pj was only in debt like seven hundred dollars which is not a big deal because when I leave college, I'm going to be in debt major. But, uh, let's see. And then um, Stephanie. So they all went to help Stephanie unpack, which was really sweet of them all. And uh, so they were doing that, and they were doing their thing. And then Stephanie had asked something about... They moved all her stuff upstairs, and then I think she wanted them to stay and help her unpack it all and place everything where she wants it. But then they made up this story about uh, Bobby's roommate, Jeff, and how he's moving to Brazil and how they all were going to be at his goodbye party, <laughs> and so they couldn't stay and help Stephanie. And I thought that was really cute at the end, because that's how Bobby got, used to get out of things, which he can't do anymore, because they know that Jeff doesn't exist. Okay, so that was the f episode that I didn't get to cover last time, and I'm going to tell you that I loved that episode. There were parts about it I loved. There was, um, I liked the part about Bobby's family, and all the stories, like the President Carter kissing him, and uh, that was really great, and I, I really enjoyed Mike's uh, meat drunk. I thought that was pretty funny, and uh, it's just crazy, but, you know, these characters are really great. So let's go ahead 
and talk about this. Oh, well, actually, let's say there was a spoiler released by TV Guide. Um, This is not a spoiler alert because you all know about it now. And it was saying that Bobby has a secret. And I couldn't figure out what that secret was. I've been guessing for a while now. And as it turns out, his secret is that he is rich. All right. And so in this next episode, we were given another spoiler. Um, At the same time, we were given the one about Bobby. And now we find out the truth about who comes back to visit PJ. So let's go ahead and talk about this episode that is nameless for myself at the moment. Because I'm too stupid to write down the name of the episode. But anyway... So, we start out, and I'm on the wrong page. Okay, so we start out at the poker game, as per usual, and Mike cannot get a job, and Bobby has this idea that he should work at Kenny's, and apparently, I didn't remember this, but Kenny owns a memorabilia shop for um, sports collectors, and, like, autograph things and stuff like that. So, and then there's this annoying noise. Oh, well, Kenny's a little skeptical, but anyway, there's this annoying noise, and no one knows what it is, but PJ's, like... They thought it was someone's phone, and they were like, well, it can't be Mike's because it's not, um, is it Gwen Stefani? Is it his or something? I can't remember. It's got to be Gwen Stefani. But, and then, uh, then we find out this noise is actually this video conference on PJ's computer, and she doesn't know how to answer it, so she just continues to let it go. So Andy goes, well, let's call tech support, and he, uh, calls up his little daughter, and he's asking her how to do it, but as it turns out, she's busy trying to hook up the surround sound. Anyway, uh, then all the guys try to help, and so they're surrounding her on the couch, and then when they finally kind of accidentally figure it out, it's Thorne, and he's in the desert, and Thorne is her old, like, I think it was a college summer fling, and it was a pretty big deal. It was really big, actually, and she was very excited, and she very much changed demeanor from, like, this um, kind of tomboyish person to a very girly girl. And she was head. We find out that one summer she was head over heels in love with him, and the boys are talking about it because they've never seen her like this really. And then they just make another joke about Mike and Gwen Stefani because I think they're funny, and that's why I included it anyway. So then we come to a scene at Crawley's, and Bobby is on Kenny about hiring Mike again because Mike really does need a job. He hasn't had a job since last season. But anyway, uh, Kenny interview. So then Kenny is like fine I'll give in and I'll he interviews him Mike is very offended offended but in all fairness I mean (laughs) working for your best friend has to be really tough like I can't imagine being the boss of my best friend it'd be a lot of work and it'd be really awkward and difficult and so let's go ahead okay so the next part is when PJ is she's goofy in love with the idea of getting together with Thorne and it was we find out that it was an array it was a relationship that was never officially over because one went off to an internship and the other one went off to work at CNN headline news and so or well, I don't know if it was headline news it was just CNN maybe but well, and so they never broke up and they never officially ended so it was very open ended and they um call it an open ender PJ doesn't really like that at first but you know I think she has to give in to that one so then Andy thinks a girl is flirting with him but as it turns out she's flirting with Brendan And then the um, gang talks about how Brendan has been acting a little different lately ever since he, uh, I don't know how long, probably since The Bachelor, uh, the magazine named him a sexy bachelor. And they come to the conclusion that he is acting douchey, which is a funny word. But anyway, at uh, Kenny's shop the next, I can't figure out, some of these days, I don't know if you noticed, between the scenes in Kenny's shop and PJ and Thorne, like, PJ and Thorne are happening at night, and Kenny and, um, K- 
Kenny and Mike are happening during the day, but they're intermixed with one another, so I got a little confused. But at Kenny's shop, Mike is being difficult, and he's not, like, taking his training well. He's not being very serious, which is why I would not want to hire my best friend, because it's hard to be the authority figure to them when you're their best friend. And then, let's see. At PJ's, Stephanie's fiscal finance coach uh, is... She's been having meetings with him, and she doesn't really like him because uh, Lance, this coach, has been telling her how to save money, and, you know, she can't uh, watch... She can't have cable and blah, blah, blah. She can't do any of these, like, luxury things that she wants to do. But she's got to find ways to save money. So then PJ's getting ready for her little um, get-together-slash-date with Thorne, and she's... um, she starts out wearing an outfit that's, you know, whatever. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing spectacular about it. And then Stephanie says, you know, you should wear something spectacular because you want his jaw to drop to the floor when he sees you again. And so at the restaurant, we find out she chose this beautiful little black dress where she looks very gorgeous. And uh, not only does she look wonderful, but PJ uh, thinks her jaw hit the floor too because Thorne looks great. And then, through their conversation, they have a longer conversation, but we find out that Thorne wants to settle down, and he's bought a house in Seattle, and he's had enough of this um, reporter, traveling reporter, where he's in the Middle East and all of that, and he wants to kind of get out of the action. And then the two of them continue to reminisce through the nights over, like, the 4th of July, and being on Lake Michigan watching fireworks right next to where they're launching, and pretty much it sounded like. And then, um, there's... Uh, the idea of a mixtape and how he made her one and it's vi- they know it very well they still know the songs and then uh, on the way home uh, they kiss goodnight and then they kind of kiss goodnight where it's a little bit more meaningful although I think it's only meaningful to PJ uh, and then we have another scene at Kenny's shop and uh, Kenny comes in the next morning and he had asked uh, Bobby not Bobby he had asked Mike to uh, open up the shop for him, and Mike messed everything up. I don't know what Mike was thinking. <laughs> like, everything was... You could hardly get in the door. There were boxes all over, and it was just kind of ridiculous. But it was... You know, he was like, finally, it's organized, and I can find everything. And Kenny's just like... He's kind of furious. And then uh, a customer tries to walk in, and Mike is, like, yelling at him because they're technically closed, even though Mike was supposed to open them, and he yelled at the customer, and it was a little bit shocking, because <laughs> apparently his uh, forte is not re- retail. But then, let's see, and then we come to a coffee shop, and PJ's getting coffee, and she's really happy, she's really giddy in love, and uh, Stephanie brought her own, <laughs> which is, uh, I don't think you're allowed to, and it's funny, because you know, she's been told that she's got to do, she's got to do that sort of thing because, uh, she doesn't have any money. So she's got, she's got to brew her own coffee, which is a big lifesaver considering how much you pay for coffee nowadays. So back at a poker game, Kenny wants Bobby to fire Mike because Bobby made him hire Mike. And then Mike comes in and he has this really, uh, actually a good idea. And he, has the idea of them becoming ticket brokers because they can get tickets for really cheap and then make a really good profit off of them. And then he has another stupid idea about getting a van, the memorabilia mobile or something, and bringing it to sport. I don't really know. It was a dumb idea. (laughs) But they're trying to uh, help Kenny to be a little bit open to Mike's ideas, and uh, except for maybe the van one. 
And then we have Brendan, who's ignoring slash dodging uh, his girlfriend Colleen's calls. I can't even say it. Her calls. And then they begin to discuss to discuss the rules about breaking up with a girl and he feels that he doesn't have to because he doesn't for some reason he doesn't think they were in a very uh serious relationship even though it has been a couple of months and they were discussing like the different criteria for when you actually have to call someone and break up with them or if you have to uh get even closer and go face to face and break up with them and then let's see and then thorn calls and she gets super girly and she melts she just melts in front of everyone's eyes and she takes this phone call and then she goes out and she meets him and she's really girly again and then he breaks her heart and tells her that he's engaged and that he came to town to see her because since they never ended their relationship he wanted to know if he was still in love with her and uh he pretty much just broke her heart uh and simultaneously mike and andy versus bobby and kenny talking about who how much profit mike is going to make and how much profit kenny's going to make off of this ticket brokering and andy's being all lawyery and ridiculous he's being ridiculous he's not and he he's really hilarious about it too though trying to cut a deal and he was like you got to start high you got to ask for a hundred percent and then the whole time mike is uh or kenny's asking for 50 50 and andy's like fine what about 50 50 like he had thought of the idea first or something and it's really funny and so that's their discussion of ticket brokering and then uh since pj's heart just got broken uh later on when she and stephanie join him at the bar uh the guys are trying to comfort pj and i don't know if they did a good job or not but uh stephanie has to leave because she has a date with lance her financial person even though she hates him so much she's still so attracted to him and then we also get a hint at what next week is going to be like because uh brendan he's still with his girlfriend colleen and he said he talked to her but as it turns out by talking to her he means that he talked to her but not about having another girl (laughs) be in his life and so he's still hanging out with this other girl i don't remember what her name is and you know i'm sure we'll find out soon so that is basically this week's episode and uh i don't know what else to say about it and it was pretty good and i thought it was really good i like it when pj there's a pj storyline and i like it when it's a pj love line because it's interesting to see how she reacts because of how she's more of a tomboy and also of how the guys react or her friends react because it is different than having a bunch of girlfriends and so that that always interests me and as i mentioned before i did the summary we were given michael osiello gave us a spoiler of pj um having a friend come from the past and that friend was thorn and so you know there's that was the spoiler i guess that he had given us and we found out early on what it was so let's see what else can we talk about well the show is of course still doing pretty well for being on a cable tv network and being on tbs even more so and so that's always good to know uh let's see i guess i can give you all some of my little businessy plugs oh here's one though angie sent us another email and she gave us the idea that maybe we should go out and get a myspace page and get the word out about us so i did just that and uh we have a new myspace page and we have the uh my boys myspace 
page. They're added on. We have the actors like Jim Gaffigan, who plays Andy, and then we have Jamie Kaler, who plays uh, Mike. We have uh, Reed Scott, who plays Brendan, and I can't remember who plays Bobby, but we have him, too. And then we have we have pending requests with the characters of My Boys as well, which is also a little bit exciting. So... Uh, go ahead and go to the my. I haven't put a link on the blog yet. I'll put one in the show notes, but I'll have to add it to the blog later on. It is uh, if you go to www.myspace.com backslash JLG My Boys Podcast, and there you go. And then add us to your friends, and we will be sure to add you. And it's really exciting. So, and then leave some comments, and um, we can even start taking comments off of the MySpace page and putting them on the actual whoops the I dropped my pen on the actual podcast and that would be exciting too so add us to your MySpace I'm really excited about this page and I hope that you guys start to uh, get involved with it as much as you possibly can and hopefully get the word out that there is a podcast and then maybe people will start to um, find us and we'll get more interaction and that'll be a lot of fun let's see what else is there uh, of course you let's give you these business plugs for a second if you want uh, I would love it if you would send me an audio comment. If you have a microphone on your computer, all you have to do is go to the blog, J, uh, jlg-myboyspodcast. Oh, wait, sorry. I don't even remember what it is. It's jlg-myboys.blogspot.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a button that says, um, well, it says, leave me, a, uh, leave me a message, and it's an leave me an audio whatever it says, you can click on that and leave me an uh, audio message. Otherwise, if you have the capabilities on your own home computer to record your comments, go ahead and save those as MP3, wave any kind of file I can take, send those in to me uh, via email, and you can also send your regular emails with comments and uh, just favorite parts or whatever you want to do to JLG. Uh, podcasting at gmail.com that is jlgpodcasting at gmail.com sorry I'm having kind of moments where I can't remember anything apparently but then let's see There's so you can leave us an audio comment you can leave us a regular comment on the blog you can send us a regular email or you can send us a message on MySpace uh, let's see that's pretty much the business that we have for you I guess so that's really all I have for you guys today. Um, I didn't come prepared with a lot of extra stuff because I don't want these podcasts to get too super long. I know that sometimes my poor Grey's Anatomy podcast is like an hour long, maybe more. And that's always, sometimes it's harder for people to listen to and they like to have something that's a little bit more substantial. So uh, hopefully next time I'll come up with some other stuff that I can talk about on the podcast and what would be even better is if you would send in your comments and then I could talk about your comments and that would be fantastic so do it and so anyway I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will talk to y'all later